Continuing city state to stay worldwide. You listen to the A Trey Show on the Real In the Zone Network. Welcome to the A-Train Show. And now here's your host, the A-Train, Arlington Lane. Welcome to this edition of the A-Train Show, the A-Train, Arlington Lane. Hope that you are staying safe during this COVID-19 pandemic. You're washing your hands, you're wearing your mask, you're taking baths, you know, uh, anything that will provide cleanliness for you. And uh, your families, you know, because uh, this is a real thing and uh, it has spread it like wildfire. And no matter who you're hearing on commentaries and things like that, deaths are happening. So find ways to remain clean and that, you know, can keep as many viruses away. We're losing a lot of people through this virus. So uh, I'm just asking everyone to just stay safe during this time period. All right. Coming up on the program, I'll have Dr. Gertrice Thomas, who is a doctor of naturopathic medicine. She is also an author uh, of Complete in God, a 12-day devotional guide to ignite your prayer life. And she's the founder of Whole You with Dr. G. So we'll touch a bit about uh, the founding of Whole You with Dr. G, how she got all of that started, and uh, what got her into healthcare, and about her book, so uh, we'll definitely touch a bit on that. And then we'll step aside from all of that healthcare and wellness talk. And we'll get to know who Dr. Gertrice Thomas is away from uh, her patients. Okay. So you stay tuned for that. <laughs> but before we go to break, I got to do it again. I have to play this parody by Shanice Nicole. And she's a singer and songwriter. You can find her on IG again at Shanice C H A N I C E N Y K O L E. She did a wonderful parody with Erica Badu with this COVID 19 situation. It is hilarious. I love it. We're going to take a break right there. You're going to check out that parody right after this. You're listening to the A Train Show. You can only find it on the Episode Network. Welcome to the A-Train Show. Radio personality, Isis Jones. I appreciated being appreciated 
sometimes yeah. that little thing alone can can go a long way where somebody says yeah we we might need you and and better yet it was time you know I, I think the climate in st louis is 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 good um we always talk about the negativity not and i always have a, a tendency to bring a, a lot more positivity to the situation mm -hmm. so I, yeah. I think y'all needed me on the in the zone network city to city State to state worldwide. You're listening to the In the Zone Network. You're listening to the A Train Show on the In the Zone Network. Back on this edition of the A Train Show, the A Train Arlington Lane. On the line with me right now is a friend of mine, and uh, she's done some amazing work in health and wellness and it's about that time folks especially what's going on with COVID-19 and uh, we've known each other for a long time I gotta say it's gotta be at least almost 20 years and uh, she's the founder of mm -hmm. Whole You with Dr. G and she's the author well, I'm so happy for her for this too she's the author of Complete in God a 12 day devotional guide to igniting your prayer life with me on the line right now is Dr. Gertrude Thomas. Gertrude, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you. How are you? I am doing wonderful. I am so proud of you. I am really proud of you for what you are doing and how you continuously are doing it. And uh, I'm, I'm literally, I'm, you, you, I wish you could see me in the studio right now. I'm like, I got hands raised. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. So she also, so she also, uh, folks, she earned her bachelor's degree from where? You tell the people where you got it from. I got my bachelor's and my master's from the Alabama A&M University in Normal, Alabama. Speak on it. See, hey, the prestigious Alabama A&M <laughs> University, which I am a grad of as well. And uh, you also received your doctorate in uh of naturopathic medicine from the National University of Health Sciences. How did all of that come into yes. play, man? Like, okay, we got to talk about it. What made you want to get even into healthcare? Uh, so, I knew I wanted to be a doctor since I was a child. Mm -hmm. Like, that was always a dream. So, um, you could say I fulfilled a childhood dream of mine. Speak on that. So, I, I knew I wanted to be in healthcare. Um, I actually, for a time, wanted to work in um, sports medicine, <laughs> mainly because I wanted to follow uh, Kobe Bryant. But um, somebody, that did not happen. <laughs> is, is somebody honking at you? <laughs> no, no, I actually don't know where that's coming from. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, it's the most random thing, right? Right. <laughs> that's, that's cool. I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm cool, I'm cool from all my end. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I knew I wanted to be a doctor. I knew I wanted to help people. Um, I grew up seeing some of the people that I loved and that I was very close to that dealt with health issues. And so I knew that I wanted to make a difference in that field. And so I was set on becoming a doctor. I was going toward uh, what we would call traditional medical school. Mm -hmm. And I actually had an issue where um, my name on my ID was wrong. Hmm. And in order to take the exam um, that I needed to take, yeah. 
um, everything had to be right. And so, like, it had to match up exactly. So I went and got my ID changed, but I couldn't get it in time for the exam. And it was past the point where I could get, you know, a refund or any of those things. Wow. And so I took some time to reevaluate what I wanted to do. Um, a lot of my friends were saying, you know, that I could just, you know, try again and you know, I would do much better next time because I had more time to prepare and study. But my dad is actually the one that introduced me to naturopathic medicine. And I saw it and I was interested in it, but I decided that I didn't want to do it because I, there were no schools in the Southeast. Yeah. And to me, I was, I was like, that's too far away. I'm not going to any of these schools, so <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, but when this happened, I decided to reevaluate it. And my dad brought up naturopathic medicine again. And so I looked into it and I decided to go for it. And literally everything fell right into place for me to make that move um, to the Chicagoland area. Because I live in the South. Like I'm from, I'm a Alabama girl. I was in Georgia at the time. And so I had to move to the Midwest to go to school and everything literally still in place for that. I uh, adore that, you know. And, uh, I'm grateful to know that that's what you have uh, going on. And all of the all of the craziness that you had to endure prior to that, you know, I am, uh, I applaud yeah. you. I applaud you for that. And uh, you, you stayed the course. All right. Um, talk a little bit about uh uh, you founding a whole you with Dr. G. What is that all about? So a lot of what I do is based on faith, um, my faith in God and just listening to what God is directing me to do. Uh, one of the things God told me to do was to start my own business. Hmm. And I was like, I have no idea what that entails, what that looks like, any of that. So uh, I left school and started trying to work with someone else that did not work out and I was reminded that I was told to start my own business uh -huh. and so I went ahead and I purchased my LLC I sat down with a few good friends and started just trying to make this thing a reality yeah. and from there I you know, created my Facebook page started putting out content and it's just growing from there yeah that's exactly right. That's, ex that's exactly something I love seeing is when you actually step out and uh, on faith and you, you're trying to say, hey, I can do this. I can do this. I know we can do this. I'm not going to worry about what people think of it. You know, I'm just keep on doing what I need to do. And there you right. go. You know, you keep, you keep doing it. Right. All right. You also talk about <laughs> you also uh, talk about uh, that you're an author and touch a bit about. Your book, Completing yeah. God, a uh, 12-day devotional guide to igniting your prayer life. What, what came into that mix? So that came about as uh, or from God telling me to um, do a 10-day study. Each day he gave me a different topic to look at. And as he gave me the topic, I looked up scriptures that were associated with them and um, prayed into those. Mm -hmm. And after a while... Um, I finished this. It was, it, was a ten, it was a 10 day journey. After I finished that 10 day journey, I put it down. Um, it came about really, um, I did it around the time of my birthday, but it kind of came about um, as a result of me having gone through anxiety while I was in school. And 
Um, I decided to pick it back up and read through it again um, to kind of help keep myself managed so that I wasn't, you know, getting caught up in anxiety heavily. And as I was doing that, God was like, okay, now I want you to make it a book. Was this during medical <laughs> school by any chance? Yes. Yeah, I, I figured yes, that was. Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, it actually, it actually, re- um, I released the book the week before I graduated. Wow. So, yeah. So I was, I was like, yeah, I wasn't trying to be an author. Like, I, everybody I know would say, like, write a book. And I was like, no, I'm not writing books. And the thing is, I've like I've written poetry before, like when I was younger, I wrote short stories when I was younger, but I just never wanted to be somebody that wrote a whole book. That was just not my thing. I was like, I like doing this for fun. I don't want to make it a thing. And God was like, oh, no, it's a thing. Sorry. <laughs> in the midst of you writing your <laughs> in the midst of you writing your book, as I'm talking with uh, Dr. Gertrice Thomas right here on the A-Train show, um, while you in the midst of uh, writing a book, did you have a lot of writer's block in the midst of this? Or are you like, you know what, this is pretty easy. I can I can continue writing as you know as I go along. No, I didn't have any writer's block mm-hmm. um, because God kind of gave me clear vision. Like I had already had the, the skeleton from the, the devotion that I was doing mm-hmm. on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had written down those scriptures. I had written down the topics. And so I just took that and did more research into each scripture and what they were talking about. And God just gave me clear vision about what I needed to say and how I needed to present it. And it all kind of just came together. That's amazing. And uh, how how many pages are within the book? That is a great question. Um, (laughs) I don't remember how many pages are in the book, but it's not a long book at all. <laughs> I want to. It's less than a hundred pages. Okay. All right. So you could you could have ballparked it or anything, man. But <laughs> no, I don't want to lie to people. No, you know. I didn't say. I didn't say uh, lie. Oh no. Oh, no. Yeah, because because uh, you know how they all about doctors, man. You you say you a doctor, huh? Oh, okay. Okay. No, I'm just. <laughs> but um. I'm saying I don't listen. I'm 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 one of those people like even when I wrote poetry, I never memorized the words. It was like I'm just writing it down to get it out, and then <laughs> then it's over. And you uh, so if you expect me to memorize <laughs> the number of pages in my book, it probably won't happen. Hey, and, you, and you're busy, so it's like, hey, I don't. You know, I don't have I don't have a lot of time to figure out how many pages is in my book. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> no, not like that. No, just I, hey, I'm just not here. like that. Yeah. Just here lighting the yeah, I know, I know. Um I'm 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 curious because um I saw your I just saw your interview with John Jones over at the Peach Review. You can go online to thepeachreview.com. There is an article and there is also a podcast as well. Now, it says that um, that you are an ND and not an MD. What's the difference between the two? Okay, so an ND is a doctor of naturopathic medicine. Mm-hmm. And basically... Naturopathic medicine is a combination of what you know from the traditional doctors that we've been going to for years Mm -hmm. and traditional medicine as far as medicine that's been around for thousands of years. So it's a combination of the two. 
Um, we get very similar coursework, pretty much the same coursework in basic sciences and all of those things. But we get more of a focus on nutrition. We get um, botanical medicine, so dealing with herbs. We also deal with, um, some of us deal with homeopathy and acupuncture and um, hydrotherapy, which is using water as medicine as well or as therapy as well mm -hmm. so you know we deal we delve a little bit more into the traditional medicines again those that have been around for thousands of years than our counterparts um, that are mds or uh, medical doctors so what are you doing currently during this uh covid19 uh, pandemic situation what has been the main thing that you've been able to do while you uh, are dealing with this uh, pandemic personally or uh more for business purposes you know you know with your practice okay so mainly i've been promoting um stress management and uh, immune support and really just following the cdc guidelines it, you know especially for those that have family members that um, can be more susceptible to the coronavirus and those who themselves are more susceptible to the coronavirus, because you're not just practicing these guidelines for you, you're practicing them for yourself as well as those around you. Mm -hmm. um, and just, you know, promoting immune health, you know, making sure that we are taking care of our immune system. It's not a, you know, it's not gonna keep you from getting it, but it puts your body at a better place if you do happen to encounter it. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it's not a cure-all, but it's just, it gives your body more to work with. Um, and definitely talking about stress and stress management because this is a different time. People are stuck in their houses. People are seeing deaths um, at an you know, exponential rate. We've never seen you know these many deaths before mm -hmm. for a lot of us. You know, and you know just realizing like you know a lot of our extroverted friends are suffering because they are stuck in the house and even some of our introverted friends are looking a little bit crazy at this point because of having to be in the house having to be at home you know people are for the first time having to be um, teachers to their children yes. homeschooling children yes. and so it's important during this time to make sure that in the midst of everything that you are taking care of yourself because stress can be a predisposing factor to chronic health conditions. It can make you more susceptible to things like hypertension and diabetes, and it can even affect your immune system. Wow. So making sure that we are checking in with ourselves and taking care of ourselves and managing these stressful situations is really what I've been focusing on during this time. Dr. Gertrice Thomas, doctor of naturopathic medicine, is joining me right now on the A-Train Show. We're having a discussion about health and wellness and what people need to do at this point uh, with uh, the COVID-19 situation. If you're at home and you're dealing with it, here's some some little bit of tips and stuff to give you some guidelines. And some of the things that she does that she can help you with if you get an opportunity to meet up with her. Um, also, I got a question to ask you about this. You had you mentioned about stresses. One thing is uh, uh, twitching. Mm -hmm. How how does that be how can that be handled? Like like how can you stop twitching? Like your eye twitches. Like I know that seemed like a stress matter. Is that a stress matter mm -hmm. or is that you know just something natural? That could be a number of things. Mm -hmm. I would say make sure that your electrolytes are balanced. 
So making sure you're, get, you're hydrated, making sure you're getting enough electrolytes, making sure that you're well rested, that you're not having too much caffeine. All of those things can play into having twitches as well as stress. It can be triggered from stress as well. So it just depends on what's actually causing it. Mm. I'm going to have to know that because that's actually that's something that's kind of been part of me. So I'm going to have to lose some of the caffeine and make sure you set the electrolytes. Up <laughs> so that means like Gatorade and Powerade and whatever the uh, the, the, the energy drinks. That the, not the, I ain't talking about the Red Bulls. I'm talking about the water-based energy drinks. <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of so, stuff, so, right? <laughs> or is it something? So that, those, those are okay. okay. But you can also do electrolyte powders and things. Okay. A lot of those have a lot of glucose in them like yes. a lot of sugar in them and so like maybe doing like electrolyte powders i would say would be a little bit better okay all right i, I appreciate that see I, I need some help just like everybody else those mm -hmm. that are listening they might need some help too straight up all right yeah. <laughs> let's take a break right here as i continue my conversation with dr patrice thomas doctor of naturopathic medicine and talk some things outside of healthcare. So you are listening to the A-Train Show, and you can only find it on the In The Zone Network. Hey, this is Dr. Gertrude Thomas, Doctor of Naturopathic Medicine, and you are listening to the A-Train Show. Welcome to the A-Train Show. Social commentator, Brendan Royal. So it's kind of difficult for people to wrap their brains around Two people of the opposite sex truly just being friends. Because it's so uncommon. You it, don't, it you is. don't hear that. Of course, of course. You know, you have men who will take advantage of a female friendship where, uh, you know, they may see her down and about and they try to sleep with her or they try to take advantage of her. And that's just not, that's never been the case. On the In The Zone Network. City to city, state to state, worldwide, you're listening to the In The Zone Network. You're listening to the A-Train Show on the In The Zone Network. The A-Train Show continues as I talk it over with Dr. Gertrude Thomas, who's the founder of Whole You with Dr. G., and also the author of Complete in God, a 12-day devotional guide to igniting your prayer life. We've been touching on health and wellness, but I want to make a shift. So let's let's take a uh, 180 and we got to get outside of okay. medicine a bit and uh, and see what, what Gertrude does when she's not in office. Like before the pandemic was hitting. <laughs> Like what's what's she listening to? Like what's music that get her vibes together, man? You know what what kind of what kind of movie she watching oh, that man. get her together? Like let's start with the music. You know, like, <laughs> are, are we on that R and B so, rap that that ordeal? Are we on the gospel tip? Where we at? Both of those always. Like I'm always on gospel and R and B. I love those. I actually like several genres of music. So mm. jazz. R&B, gospel, those are my top, but I will also listen to country, I will listen to pop, I will listen to classical music, indie, um, rock. <laughs> I love music. So um, I actually posted on my personal page, uh, music is my love language. So what's the top five so, that you can give off right now that you listen to on your playlist right now? 
Or if you give three something, three to five, if you can give. Like three? What? Yeah, that's just okay. like, I gotta hear this all so, the time. Okay, so as far as artists, because I would name artists, not songs. Okay, that's cool. Um, My top, my top three artists that I listen to right now mm-hmm. um, are Alex Isley, who happens to be um, the niece of Ron Isley. She's amazing. I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends actually just put out a record for Mother's Day. Um, his name is Charles James. I listened to his song. It just has like a soothing uh, sound to it. Like, I love it. Like, <laughs> it has strings and everything. That's one thing about me. If you have some good strings in your song, you can probably get me to listen to it. Mm. So I listened to him. Um, and... Number three. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that third one coming up harder than you think now, isn't it? Because <laughs> like I love music, so it's like trying to pick just one. It's like, oh my goodness. Um hmm. <laughs> <It's hard>. Maybe <laughs> Maybe well, I would say within the past two weeks, I've been listening to Leanne Le Havas because uh, she came out with I think a couple of new songs, so I've mm-hmm. been listening to her. Okay, good, good. So good. those are my top three. Excellent. Shout out to my friends. Y'all gonna make my friends famous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. And yeah, you make sure that you <laughs> blow it up too, man, so that way that she can hear it and all her friends can hear it as well. Um, now, one thing is for sure, we. We, we, share, we share something in common. We were fans of the, the show How to Get Away with Murder. And uh, the past, mm-hmm. uh, last week we did a little watch party of sorts. You know, I was, able, I was invited by you, you know, to participate in the series finale. And what was your take on mm-hmm. uh, the fa- finale itself? I, I would say myself, I loved it. It gave closure. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what, do you, what do you take on it? I would say that it was one of the better series finales that I've seen in a while. Um, Mm -hmm. I've seen, I have like a few of my shows that ended and I was like, oh, that was okay. (laughs) But that one, (laughs) yeah, that one gave closure. Um, It finished the story, it had twists and turns, just like most things that Shonda Rhimes does. Um, Like it, it, it was very good. I liked it. It had enough drama, enough twists and turns, enough predictability and closure to satisfy my little heart. So it says satisfy your little heart after six seasons, right? You know, six seasons watching it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say I did get hooked on it from the very first episode. I think what happened was, I think it was mm-hmm. the fifth season. I kind of dismissed because, um, I, you know, working. You know, when you work, sometimes you miss episodes. You know, you can go back yeah. and watch it on Hulu. You know, it ain't the same because then by that time, you know, when you have to go back and watch, I don't know. I'm, I know I'm a binge watcher, but it's like with that show, it's like if you go back and you are already yeah. seeing the new uh, new episodes, it's like it's no point. <laughs> it's like, but I might watch right. it at a whole different yeah. time and whatnot. But what I will say is that the uh, series finale. Uh, it, it, it got high. It was very high. If you have not seen it, we're about to spoil it just a little bit. So on this show, <laughs> we're going to spoil some. Uh, we're going to spoil it. Uh, so turn it off now. <laughs> if you listen right. to it. Um, Spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, it, 
and uh, I think one of the biggest surprises to me was it was the appearance of Wes, but it wasn't Wes. You remember, right. You remember Wes? I, I in the agree. First four seasons, and um, then he showed up in the the finale, and like, why is he there? Why is Wes there? Come to find out, it was not Wes. Right. It was his son Christopher. That's what that was. Right. And so it, it, it gave a good surprise. Yeah. And then he came in a whole accent. So then that really was, that was funny too. Exactly. And then, cause you couldn't, you couldn't keep the same yeah. character. You know what I mean? You know, he couldn't be in his, you know, proper, right. proper English because if you hear him outside of it, you know, he's an Englishman. And so he has an accent for that. And then he yeah. it changed it to a bit of a Spanish accent, you know? So it kept, I was like, right. that was wonderful. Yeah. That was a good way. That was a good transition. Yeah. And uh, very surprising, and it was wonderfully done by Peter Nowak and, of course, the team of at Shondaland and stuff. Um, that was phenomenal. And then the other surprise was that both Bonnie and and uh, Frank died. Oh yes, yeah. I think uh, we, when we were watching, um, it was when we because we were trying to figure out who died <laughs> we decided yeah. it wasn't Annalise we knew somebody was shot <laughs> and so we're like who, who died and so uh, when I think it was when Bonnie looked up and saw Frank and I was like oh my gosh oh my gosh guys I know what's about to happen <laughs> you know yeah. I, 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 and I knew Frank something was going to happen to Frank but I did not expect Bonnie that one threw me for a loop yeah because I'm still trying to figure out how did that happen did it pierce through both of them you know the bullet pierced through both of them because both of them were bleeding but also at the same time I was like um, the both of them they were in the right spot where both of them was going to go so that way it closed that story you right. know what I mean because I don't right. think they could have ever gotten past that if they were still alive. Right. Yeah, if either one of them were left alive, it would have left too much open. <laughs> it wouldn't have been a proper closing. Exactly. And then... Uh, to their story. Yeah, and then uh, seeing um, Annalise got older, you know, and they asked who killed Annalise. Annalise mm-hmm. killed Annalise. So, <laughs> you know, she died. And right. <laughs> So that was the answer to it, and that and that was cool. I was cool with that because that is something, you know, it it make it's gonna make you watch because you got to see what's gonna happen, right? Because it was ended, and um, you know, seeing her lifestyle afterwards, you know, when they did like the flash forward of, you know, uh, well not a flash forward, they did a reflection of her life, you know, and you got a chance to see yeah. everybody that came back. Good to see that Connor and uh, what's my boy name. Um, what was his name? His boyfriend. Oh, became. Ollie. Oliver, yeah. And Oliver, they got out of jail and they remained together, you know. And then I think the one person I was mad at was the person I've been mad at through the entire series. And that was Michaela, Michaela Pratt, you know. Right. She showed her real true colors. It's like, I'm not going to go out there and support that. And then she yeah. became a whole Supreme Court judge herself. I said, right. Well, Hopefully, doing the right thing. I said, well, I never, because <laughs> I'm like, ah, man. Because honestly, <laughs> I wanted to see her go right after West went, you know. And then Asher, I, oh man, <laughs> or Asher. But then again, yeah, poor Asher. It closed, yeah. it closed the story. You know, Gabriel, it closed the story. Nate, it closed the story. You know, they did an excellent job, able right. to shut, you know, shut it all down. 
and it ended where it began with Annalise. Well, actually, it didn't. It, it ended with Christopher being a uh, yeah professor. Did you see the Did you see the narrative how they showed um, uh, the or the similarity? You know, showing uh, Annalise mm-hmm. and Wes, and then at the end, you see an Annalise and Christopher at the end in the in the in the you know, yeah in the in the classroom. So, you know, that was pretty interesting. Yep. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, I think they they did a very good job with it. So, uh, b- b- before I let you go, uh, is there any other TV series that you're watching? You know, what I'm saying, like, I know you was how to get away with murder fan, but what else was you enjoying? Um, Grey's Anatomy is one of my favorites. Grey's Anatomy and Station 19. I was watching those. Oh, you um, a Shonda? You a Shonda fan for life? Off right now. Yeah. I, I am. You are Shonda had me with Scandal and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you say you can go back and watch those anytime you want so, to then, right? Yeah. So, but right now, I am I'm diving back into Avatar The Last Airbender series on Netflix. So. Yeah. 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 That's what's up. Now, I like to talk sports a little bit. But what I found out through... Um, <laughs> through some people and probably yourself too that you are an avid Dallas Cowboy fan. How did that come? Um, <laughs> you want the real story? Is, um, is, is, is it going to be I, something that's going to be shocking for every all my audience to listen to? It's, it's going to be funny, I think. <laughs> oh, I, I'll take I'll, I'll take funny. Funny's fine. I, so, uh, as a child, I watched football with my granddad's uncles, cousins and back in the 90s there was this guy um, that played for the Dallas Cowboys by the name of Deion Sanders <laughs> that I had a huge crush on <laughs> you had that must be the money and crush okay I did I did and so I said well I can watch the Cowboys <laughs> and, and that's what the not just, now I would say I watched more sports as I got older like high school college I got more into it I just yeah. was a self-declared fan as a child because Deion Sanders is fine still fine no disrespect to his wife uh-huh. Uh-huh. okay okay and uh you mm-hmm. also you also uh, from the from the tea leaves that I found out that you were a, a, a Kobe Bryant fan. So, um, what did it what did it mean yeah. to you? You know, when you heard of his passing, um, how did that make you feel? Um, the first thing I went through was absolute shock. Um, Kobe Bryant for me was somebody that you just never saw something like that happening to. He was just a legend that I expect to be around for years and years to come. And um, so my uncle was actually the one that told us that he kind of, we, sometimes you can hear him from his house, if you're outside. Uh-huh. So we heard him say like, oh no, I can't believe this. I'm thinking, he's a Browns fan. So I was like, oh, something must have happened with the Browns. Like somebody got traded or something, you know, something like that. Um, and he comes running out of the house and telling us what happened. I'm like, you have to be kidding me. So I'm searching all of the media outlets and texting people that I know that work in media. And I'm like, are you got like somebody tell me something like this has to be a joke. Like, how do you know it's him? 
are you guys sure it was him? This is a lie. You know, yeah. uh, in my mind, I just knew I was going to meet him one day. And yes, so yes. finding this out and then again, like I said, when I when I was younger, I, was, I thought I was going into sports medicine so I could work with Kobe Bryant. Right. You know, so to hear this and then to find out that it wasn't just him, but there were several other people on the plane, including yep. his daughter and several of those people were children and there's a whole family on the plane. It was devastating. Yeah. Um, if I can, you know, be completely honest, I cried for a long time. Like, I think I'm doing good right now not to be crying, yeah. honestly, because it still kind of hurts. And, you know, I've seen people that are like, how do you cry over somebody you don't know? It's like, we kind of grew up with Kobe. Our yeah. generation, we grew up yep. with him. Exactly. You know, so it's like when, especially in the age of social media, when you really get to watch people and be involved in their lives, you grab, you get a connection with them, even if you don't realize it. So watching this is a person who I admired, um, both on and, you know, on the court and post, post basketball, he was doing big things. Yep. Um, you know, admiring his confidence and his drive and just his determination. And we shared a birthday. We were both born oh, on the wow. same day. Um, he was just older than me. Yeah, so like wow. yearly I would shout him out in hopes that one day he was going to see me saying happy birthday, you know. And so oh, wow. it was just, it was devastating. Yeah. Um, and it still, you know, kind of impacts me to this day just, you know, thinking about the fact that he is not here and my heart going out to those families um, that were impacted and his daughters that didn't get to really know him um, or their sister you know and my heart goes out to his wife you know who lost not just her husband but her daughter like it's you know this this was this rocked our generation yeah. this was a very very shocking way to begin this year Oh yeah, no no question about it. And then um, um, not only that, I think it was uh, Shaquille O'Neal that said that he won't get the opportunity to enshrine him into the Basketball Hall of Fame. And that right. that, that 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 moved me a bit, you know, because you know the the drama that they had with each other, but the companionship that they also had, and you don't you won't get that. And yeah, it was a shock to me. Yeah. I remember going to work and getting a text message from a colleague of mine saying, hey, did you hear that Kobe Bryant passed? I said, what? What are you talking about? I was actually going to get something to eat yeah. before I went to work. And I stopped, stopped the car, looked at my phone, seen TMZ's report. And I was like, I need another report. There was another report and it was right, confirmed. Exactly. But and usually with see lately with TMZ, I'm starting to believe because they've been on top of it. But the the whole thing was still <laughs> still a shock because it was Kobe. Mm -hmm. It was Kobe that was the one that was gone. And you know, and like like you said, the rest of his family, uh, uh, his daughter, and then another family being under the out uh the Altabelli family. At that, you know, that mm -hmm. was a huge that with them. There's a son that's. Yeah. Having no has no family currently. And hasn't had right. for the last four months. Yeah. He doesn't get to see them anymore. Right. So yeah, that right. was it was it was it was it was crazy, man. And uh 
It was uh Yeah, definitely still still prayers out for all of the people involved. No doubt. No doubt about it. All right, uh Dr. Thomas, before you go, uh please let our mm-hmm. listeners know, good listeners know where they can find you on social media. So you can find me on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter at Hold You With G. You can find me on YouTube at Hold You With Dr. G. Um, I have a website that will be launching soon. And you can also email me at Dr. G at Hold You With Dr. G.com. Well, again, thank you. Thank you for coming on the A-Train Show, and you are always welcome to come on the program whenever you want to do it again. And um, we'll, Thank uh, you. Yeah, you have an open invitation to the A-Train Show. So come on through, and hopefully we get you in studio the next time. If, you ever come to, if you're coming down to St. Louis, we'll get you in studio, so let everybody, let all the good folks uh, see you, all right? Listen, when it's safe, I'll definitely work on making that trip. I appreciate that. See, that makes me makes my heart feel good. All right. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So we're about to head on out. We're about to take a quick break, and we'll come back and wrap things up for this edition of the A-Train Show. You're listening on the In The Zone Network. Hey, this is Dr. Gertrude Thomas, Doctor of Naturopathic Medicine, and you are listening to The A-Train Show. This is the A-Train Show. Radio personality, Isis Jones. I appreciated being appreciated. Sometimes that little thing alone can can go a long way where somebody says, yeah, we we might need you. And and better yet, it was time. You know, I I think the climate in St. Louis is is good. Um, We always talk about negativity, and I I always have a a tendency to bring a a lot more positivity to the situation. Mm -hmm. So I I think y'all needed me. On the In The Zone Network. City to city, state to state, worldwide, you listen to In The Zone, and this is The Network. This is it. No, No, I'm not tired yet, but we are at the end of this ride of this edition of The Patreon Show. I hope that you have enjoyed it. I want to thank my guest, Dr. Gertrude Thomas, for coming on the show. And I do want to give a special shout-out today to John Jones of The Peach Review for the wonderful job that he did with that interview with Dr. Thomas. Make sure that you go check it out at thepeachreview.com. And just to let you know, myself, John Jones, and Dr. Thomas, we all went to and graduated from the Alabama A&M University. And don't you even forget about that. All right, shout out to every A&M Bulldog there is around the world, all over the country that hears my voice. But real talk, folks, don't be a stranger. Come on back for the next ride of the A-Train show. I don't want you to miss it. I don't want you to miss the train, okay? Because if you do, then guess what? I'll miss you. All right, so remember to stay safe, wash them hands, remain clean and calm during these rough times, all right? This is the A-Train Arlington Lane making that final stop. I'll catch you aboard the A-Train next time, okay? Take care.